Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. What a time it is. We're back on the couch together. We're on the Gold Coast. Oh, I'm so glad to be on the back on the couch with you. So am I. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, obviously, you guys know that we do a lot of the podcast via Zoom. Yes. Um, it's been so much easier with guests and obviously Danny moving to Sydney now. But given that we're on the Gold Coast for the WFF, we thought, why not do an episode together? Oh, and it feels that good. And just to be amongst the athletes oh. again and the shows after so long off, like... Mm. The fire has been lit. Mm. How long has it been? The last show was when we competed. Yeah, October 2020, was it? Or 2019. Oh, 2019, Wow. Yep. It's crazy. And, you know, I want to give a bit of a disclaimer. My voice is a bit rubbish today. I was actually sick earlier in the week, so I was worried that I wasn't actually going to be able to come. Yeah, you sent me that message. I'm like, Sherelle, get your ass in bed. Sleep, sleep, rest. And you're here. Lesson learnt, lesson learnt. Really listen to your body, guys. Especially if you haven't been sick in like the last six months. I always find that like this time of the year, coming back into some cooler weather, you've got to be cautious. Yeah, that's it. But let's talk about the show and Mm. where we're at. We haven't really got a game plan, but meeting a lot of our listeners was so fun and and the feedback on the podcast was just the best and you guys love when we wing it as well which gives us a little bit more confidence in winging it which we'll do today but thank you uh to everyone who came to say hello and cuddles and photos yeah i just love it i can't wipe the smile off my face it was so cool to meet all you guys and it's the first like i guess show or event that we've been at together since we started the podcast so it was really like like humbling to have so many of you guys come up and chat to us and share about how the podcast has helped you especially Mm. um, those who competed and yeah it's it's really really cool to hear the classic was when we're on the toilet you know (laughs) doing doing a wee and then uh, we're just talking to each other as girls do when they're in the toilet together and we came out and people like oh we recognize those voices straight away and it's like oh my god that was so funny like you could probably hear us from a mile away i mean i've got half a voice and uh, we're still loud as hell but i feel like you're overcompensating (laughs) probably because you can't hear out of your ear yeah oh the show like i was like i'm deaf at the end of it because i'm so congested inside my head and from the flight oh yeah, but we push on and we that's what on. we do. And this is very much in real time, this episode. But, um, you know, in the last episode, I was sort of saying I'm not looking forward to dieting. Mm. And just after being amongst, you know, our sport and doing what we do, it's definitely yeah. made us both extra excited to compete again. And yeah. it sort of, you know, it reminded me why I love competing and mm. just being in the environment with so many amazing people and and just taking your body to that next level mm. you know that's why we call this the level up um it was just an mm. amazing reminder of that mm. i loved it yeah and i think as well like when you go and watch one of the shows it goes one way or the other it does either light the fire mm. and you're like this is what i'm i want to do i'm i'm ready mm. or it sort of reminds you perhaps of a harder time and and sort yeah. of makes you go no it's not worth it Mm. and I chatted with like both groups yesterday I chatted with people who were like yup Danny and myself being them being like we're ready like 27 weeks let's go and then some of the other um ex-competitors or competitors that are sort of like no I'm not ready for this show I Mm. don't and it's really important to know what side of the fence you're on because 
you have to be so invested. Like so much, so much has to go to the side when you want to do a comp prep. That's the thing. If you want to do it well and, and get yep. the most out of the experience, because it's not just about show day. It's about the whole X amount of weeks, whether it be 20, 16 weeks mm. leading up to it. That's what it's about. And that's where you get the most out of it. So, yeah, you really do have to invest. Yeah. But I have a lot of people come up to me and ask, you know, um, oh, should I compete this and that? I'm like, go watch one. Yeah. Go watch one. Yeah. I remember I didn't really ever watch one when I first competed. And it, that was a rude shock in itself. Like, yeah. I'm aiming to this thing. For that your I first make. ever yeah, one? Yeah, first IMBA. Yeah. No, I don't Yeah. Like, I'd watch my dad when I was young. Well, there wasn't really the opportunity to. That's the thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not like it is now. It's not. It wasn't such a luxury event where you mm. would go and network and meet people or even, like, having features like lives. You know, that wasn't around. Yeah. So, an audience was like family and friends. It wasn't like an observation to go and see if that was a sport you wanted to participate in. That's so true. But now, actually really well said, now that it is an option, definitely go. Yeah. Get amongst it. See if it's for you. And then if not, that's fine. Do a photo shoot or have another goal. That's it. Well, that's exactly what we did for the WBFF. And I say this to Mm. all my own clients who want to compete as well. If you want to do a show, there is nothing more humbling than being able to go and actually watch one in live. Yeah. Because... You know, on Instagram and the lives and the social media, you you see the one percenters or the top three or the pros, and you don't see the seventy other girls. Yeah, who don't get call outs, and that needs to be fucking seen because that is a reality. That is the reality. Yep. Yeah, we all start somewhere, right? And it's um, yeah, as you said, like those one percenters that get that airtime, yep. which deteriorates people from or deters, sorry people from wanting to mm. compete well no check it out and and yeah your eyes will be open yeah because even like watching the shows yesterday like we obviously knew a lot of people um in the shows but particularly some of the girls who got their pro cards mm. we've watched them come back year after year and grind and watch their preps and fail and fail forward and stand back up and yep. then get their pro card after five six seven shows yeah and that's the norm that's the norm. Yeah, that's the norm. You do hear about the ones who do their first WBFF show and win the pro card. But guess what? They've probably competed in other federations. Yeah. They've probably been training for years as yep. well. So they may have not officially done a show, but they've definitely been prepping for it. Because mm-hmm. to be a pro, it's very much a mindset. It's not just how you look and present on stage. It's how you carry yourself, yep. how you represent yourself, your brand, your, your, you know, the WBFF or whatever federation you're mm. in. Whether you're a competitor or a professional athlete playing tennis, for example, you have to embody everything that a pro is. And yep. to have that straight off the bat, yeah, there might be those select few people who are fit that criteria. Yep. But for most of us, yeah, as you said, fail forward. We have to keep coming back. Yep. Like, I thought I was going to, I was naive when I first competed and, like, I've never really um, had my eyes open to what it actually entailed. I was young and more immature than what I am now. Um, And then I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get my pro card. And it was a rude shock when I didn't, but I'm so glad I didn't, Mm. the first one. I did not earn that right. Who was I to think that I could waltz on in and get it straight off the bat? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the mentality being like, well, how entitled of me to think that Mm. I just deserve it straight up. When again, when you watch these people, these amazing athletes who come back year after year, take on feedback, like yes. work on their craft, refine their weaknesses, 
build their posing like and just get better and better and better and the WBFF is not I don't even know if I call it bodybuilding do you know what I mean it's so much more than that like yes it's physiques but you're judged not just on your body and that's the difference between the federation so even just having the best body on stage may not give you the pro card Mm, mm, and we see that yeah yeah marketability presentation your energy your aura yeah it's all of that your willingness to take on the feedback and show that you are in it for the long haul yeah um, that you will compete as a pro athlete yeah. as well. There, there is a lot in it. And um, I think to keep our theme of talking about being a pro, like it is a mindset and I feel like you just know when you're pro. Mm. And I've said it in um, a previous episode where people would come up to me and, and be like, oh, where's your pro sash? Like, yeah, not, what, and we were doing pro? that to some people yesterday that, yeah. that did get their pro card. Mm. That was like, mm. aren't you a pro? You, you know, just like, know. You're, yeah. you, you stand next to them yeah. and you can just feel their energy. They don't belong on stage with mm. with uh, like some of the amateurs and mm. that's just because they've done their time yes they look out of place and they know in themselves they're like i'm so ready for this yeah because i want to level up and i want to compete as a pro a lot of people just want the pro for the status but really if you get your pro card before you're deserving of it physically and mentally you're doing yourself a disservice because it's like going from primary school to high school yeah. Right, you were top dog in year six mm. and then you went to high school and you're back at the bottom of the food chain mm-hmm. and that is exactly what getting your pro cards like now you're up against people who have also won shows and who yeah. have also done their time and they are the top 10 percent so now you're competing against them it's like those people who win Tats Lotto and they win millions of dollars but then lose it all or yep. they they get given a really <coughs> fancy car but they crash it. They yeah. don't know how to handle what they've got. Yeah. So if you prematurely get a pro card, mm. then it's not going to be a good experience on that stage. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely have to earn that. And what I love about competing, it carries all the traits that we've learned and the habits carry on into everything we do in life. Oh, you know, 100%. We act like pros in everything we do it's not just for one day it's for work it's for relationships it's for everything we always embody being a pro yeah okay and that pro card's just one result of a series of actions that we've Mm. continuously undertaken yeah absolutely and a big part of that like being I guess a professional in anything is really honing in on your craft but then also taking on feedback and working on your weaknesses yeah that's what separates people is like you know, you don't want to put the same physique or you can relate this to anything in life. You don't want to just repetitively do the same thing over and over again and make no progress yeah. and be exactly the same, you know, and you do see that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and it's it, it would suck. I would hate yeah. to get on stage and be like, all I did was gain and lose body fat in the last two years, made no physical progress. Yeah, and that's why our calorie surplus episode was important to mm. highlight. You know, that's where the changes make for that. And that's very much an example of, not only physically growing, but we must have that growth mindset. Yep. You know, a lot of people, yep. it is, again, you don't really know what to expect in your first show, but yeah. then you have, you just hear the language that yes. people use and a lot of oh, people are always blaming everyone else. Yep. Okay? Blaming the judging, yep. blaming the other competitors, yep. blaming their coach. Yep. It is seriously a blame game. And if you ever want to make progress in any area of your life, you really got to look in the mirror. Take ownership. Yeah, take ownership. If you picked a shit coach, that's on you. I'm sorry. But like we need to be more accountable for our own shit. There's nothing more empowering than being accountable for your 
own future. Yeah. Being like, I'm actually genuinely responsible for this outcome. Yeah. Like if, if I want to put like a, a, a worthy physique on stage, I need to take ownership over my coaching, like who's doing it, um, how compliant I am, how yep. much effort and intent I put into my training, like all these sort of things that people just think are like one percenters Mm. they just manifest and compound yeah because if you're making excuses on show day how many other thousands of excuses have you made in all other elements of life yeah yeah and i can think of a few examples where like i was talking to some of the amateurs and saying like oh you know um how was your show and it was yeah good but dot 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 insert some variable that's outside of their control that they shouldn't even be thinking about. Mm -mm. Yeah, dot, 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 but my tan wasn't dark enough on stage. Yeah, dot, 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 blah, 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 blah. And it's sort of like, what went well? That's Mm. a growth mindset, right? Mm. Reflecting on my journey was amazing. My, you know, my posing, I nailed it. Like, it's really important that we do reflect on the wins because there's always going to be challenges. Yeah. I have never had a show day where something didn't go wrong. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. And that's what happens. Yeah. Always. We just learn how to be resilient and yep. learn how to, okay, cool. So for the tan example, yeah, my tan wasn't dark enough. Cool. Next time I will. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. You learn from that. And yep. these are things as well. Like there's lots of little things which would be cool to talk about, Danny, that we've probably learnt when it comes to show day mm. that would be really cool to do an episode on because it does come with experience. Like yeah. when it comes to your hair and makeup, your tanning, your carb up, your sleep, your, like your steps, like all this sort of stuff that it's really just time. And there's no such thing as wasted experience. Mm. Like I cringe thinking about my first prep and some of the yeah. things that we would have done. I think I did my own makeup. Pretty sure I did my own makeup. <laughs> there you go. I definitely did my own makeup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Luckily, I didn't do my own tan because that could have been a disaster. Um, did I ever tell you how I burnt myself for my first show? No. Yeah, so listen, this is crazy. Story time with Sherelle. <laughs> Two weeks out before my first ever show with A and B, I was at home and I spilt a hot, long black, fresh out of the kettle, straight on my torso. No. I've still got the scar. Can you see it? There. It's healed pretty well. Yeah, actually. well, you'd you'd <laughs> hope it was like four years ago. It's healed well. Um, no, so um, third degree burns to my stomach oh from my this God. hot water. I I was like crying. One of my friends, who's a wound care nurse, I called oh. her and I was like, "What am I going to do? Like, I've got to get a tan. I've got to compete. I've been prepping. I've burnt skin off. No, it was like spending six months on a painting." And then someone throwing water on oh, it. Oh, that's so shit. And like you're just about to auction it. That's what <gasps> it felt like. So I had to like go through. She had to like debride it, put silver all over it, dress it for me every day. It was gross. Oh, my God. Um, but that's what happened to me two weeks out. I was hysterical because I was like, I can't compete because they won't be able to tan me because it'll get infected. What and did I, you end up doing? I was sorry. She was amazing. She worked on it every day to try oh, and bless. speed it up, heal yeah. up the process just so it could scab. Because if she's like, if we can get a scab on it, oh, then you, you should be able to tan. So you can imagine at work, like to my wound care nurse, I'm like, okay, like don't tell anyone, but I'm doing this bodybuilding show thing. <gasps> and this has happened. And I showed her and she's like, this, that's really bad. Like yeah. it, she was like, this is really bad. Um, Did the tan sit on it okay? Or? Yeah, yeah. So you can still see it in my stage photos, but oh. I spoke to the guys who did the tanning and like I explained everything to them and it was just, I just had to wait. It is what it is. I just had to be like, I just hope I, it scabs over in time. And it did and it was fine and I won that show. Oh, but it, there you go. It, like things go wrong things and happen. you can't point the finger. 
Yeah, that's right. And it makes for a good story later down Absolutely. the track. At the time, it all feels like the worst thing in yep. the world. I don't know. You have people's bikini breaking. Yep. You have every anything will happen. Yeah. That's why you have to try and be as prepared as possible. But the Strategic. best way to be prepared is from your mindset. Yeah. And, yep. and be okay with things like this happening. Exactly. And I've done quite a few international shows. There's always oh God, someone who loses bikinis. And like I've oh. learned, carry on luggage. Like yeah. you take that bikini. I don't yep. care if your suitcase gets stolen. If you've got your bikini, carry on. You know, there's just little things that you learn along the way that does come with time. And it usually comes from adversity. You mm. learn from observing or going through hardship yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I love um, competing because I feel like it's made us who we are today. Yeah. And, like it's a big part of us. It's not everything that yeah. we do in life, but obviously we're fresh from seeing a show yesterday. So that's going to be our theme for today. But like it's made us the the women that we are because it started off as, yeah, mm. I'm doing this show for this thing. But now it's like, you really turn up and now yep. we're like uh, examples for yep. the new competitors and, yep. and everything we do. Oh, it just blows my mind because I reflect back to that time where we went to our first show oh, yeah. and oh my god that's so and so and oh my god and like uh, it's just I just can't believe we are yep. where we are sometimes. Yeah oh same like yeah even sitting here on the Gold Coast it's really cool so to be cool. able to do this um, but I'll tell you a secret. Okay. Don't tell anyone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> show day is like the worst part of my prep for me like I mm. love prep and I was asked this on a podcast before like well why do you compete then and I was like because I just love training and yep. I love prep and I love the process and yep. I love the resilience and the discipline and that switch that we have to turn on and, yeah you know the show day even yesterday it was hard work and we, we had a nap I, like I was <laughs> exhausted and that is the reality. You are yeah. exhausted. And like, I love, you know, I love competing. Glitz and glam doesn't come naturally to me. No, but we spend most <laughs> really? of our time in the gym, yeah. right? Yes. No makeup, sweating, runners on. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's really like a different, um, I guess, character that I sort of put on. And it's mm. definitely part of me. Mm. But the, the real love is in the training side of it for yes. me. And it's really important that you do have a love that isn't just for the validation on stage mm, that mm. keeps you going forward because time and time again, you see that if people just show up for that validation, you're going to be disappointed in yeah. some way, shape or form because at the end of the day, that validation has to come from you and yep. not a judging panel or not as a following or anything like that it has to come from you. Yeah. Really well said because when you do turn pro, yep. not much changes on its own. No, you have to changes. actively go and use that and yep. and use the characteristics that you've now formed yep. and, and, and all of that. Yeah, nothing miraculously becomes easier. Yep. If anything, it becomes harder now. There's an expectation to uphold and, and all of that. And you're very right. It is about the training and that discipline that keeps us coming back and, yeah. you know, who you meet. And yep. there's so much more that you get out of that experience yeah yeah so like competing really just gives you a platform to Mm. showcase all of that social media gives you a platform to Mm. showcase all of that it doesn't matter like if you don't love what you're doing and you've got no drive or sort of willingness to help other people you can have all the platform in the world it's not going to help you yeah you know like you still have to be in it for the right reasons and this is again what makes a pro 
Do you mm. know what I mean? The people that are getting their pro card, they're crying on stage because they're just, they've given sweat, blood and tears mm. into their prep and they've just worked and come back and failed forward time and time again. Yeah, yeah. It's a real testament to the effort and the work there. And for those of you who haven't listened to episode, I think it's 13 and 14. Oh, God. Um, yeah, God. Oh, <laughs> dare. Well, we've got the same mics hooked up back mm. then. Um our the reality of competing episode or maybe it's for it's around there it's the early one so early. scroll back we just and then post com a show that's why yeah yeah exactly well we'll have to update our cover photo eventually yeah that was <laughs> the best like we've not competed since recording this podcast yeah and, you know we're going to start our prep maybe in a couple of weeks yeah like the dieting part of our prep we're always prepping yeah um so we're excited to take everyone along for the ride yeah yeah i was someone reshared um episode number one the other day that they oh were watching God. it and i was listening to it and i was like Ugh. it sounded a bit echoey i think from what well I we broke the light yeah man. like we were in an apartment so anyways we're still using we're using the same mics at the moment but we were just laughing about our setup from when we first started recording to what it is now with our mics and our proper mm. mics you know like we reflect back now on even our podcast journey we've made yep. so much progress and changed so much stuff mm. and that's the progression of everything including competing yeah, but I, I love to think that we've sort of stayed, although we've been changing, we're just still super chill and casual. Oh, yeah. There have been a few pressures sometimes, I don't know, that I've probably put on us. Like, oh, should we, you know, try and get sponsors and do all that stuff? But then it's like, let's just keep it fun, casual, yeah. not be locked into contracts. I just love being nah, able to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love being able to sit <coughs> with you, have a chill, yep. have a laugh and, and all of that. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Clear the throat. Clear the Everyone's throat. ears are just burning. Have a drink. Drink. You need oh, a drink. I'll guzzle. just um, try and fill some time while Sherelle has a sip. Oh, just Beautiful. trying not to die. But this is like reality, real <laughs> this life. This is reality. <laughs> this is reality TV. Um, oh, I've missed hanging out with you, man. The I know. Every time Sherelle and I have a conversation together, we're like, damn, we should have just pressed record. <laughs> that would have been the podcast. Oh, God. You know, yin and yang, right? Yin and yang. But I am so freaking excited to do a prep together yeah like i just think that next level literally accountability every week i'm checking in on you yeah when we record every yeah. week and be like compliance out of 10 how have we been going yeah you yeah, know yeah. and i think it's really important that when you do compete you find that circle mm. i have a friend um friend i have a client Gemma, who's probably listening to this and she's got a few friends that are competing like for their first show and they pose together and i just would have killed for that do you know, you like, did not have that. No way. Not when I did really? A and B. I oh, you know what? I didn't tell anyone that I prepped. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I did not have that. No oh. way did I have that. That's what kept me going. Yeah, and I. But I feel like that. It's not like that's the norm now. It wasn't Isn't it? really back then. Nah. Like it was still very taboo for even females to oh, be. Oh yeah, my family thought I was nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm doing this thing. Like, okay, yeah. do you want more cake? I'm like, no, I'm doing this thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you just, sort of just to prove half yourself. a piece of cake. Yeah. So I'm doing yeah. this. Yeah. But finding that network, do you know what I mean? Like, I just go to the shows and I'm like, I am so grateful to have this family here. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like. It's given me so much connection with mm. people who normalize the same goals as me. Yeah. And that just understands. And 
don't push cake in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we know how to party and then have the cake when we need yeah. it. That's the thing. But that's, um, I remember a while back getting a few questions from people like, how have you found so many like-minded people? And yep. where do you I, find these people? Where do you find them? And it, uh, yep. to be honest, I've found my closest th- friends through, through doing competing. what yep. I love competing but then also even some courses externally yeah, so absolutely. the theme is really do what you love doing yeah and then you'll meet people there yeah. don't go to a thing and 100%. say i hope i meet someone yeah go to the thing for your own self-development and then you'll meet the people yeah, exactly if you're trying to find you know like-minded people and you're similar to us well you're probably not going to go to like Hooters. Oh. And like, what, <laughs> what an example. <laughs> Why do I use such extreme examples? I have no idea. Well, you're, not gonna go, you're not going to go like, you know, clubbing at 3 a.m. to yeah. try. Do you know what I mean? Like, Hooters. pick Hooters. <laughs> Who hasn't been to Hooters? Come on, you guys. I haven't. Like, oh my God. No. So much fun. Is that a, in Australia? I thought it was an American. US. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I've not been to America. Sorry. Um, probably won't for a while either. No, Anyways. until 2024, um, apparently. But do you know what's funny, Danny, is I was having this conversation with a friend earlier in the year and they were saying to me, it's, it made me smile because I'm like, yeah, I've had this conversation. Um, and they were saying to me, I was sort of saying, you know, what do you want to work on this year? What's your goals? What's your focus? And they were saying, oh, like, I really want to invest more energy into relationships. And I was like, oh, mm. like, you know, tell me a bit more about that. And they were just feeling like they didn't have strong relationships or friendships in their life that they, like, really resonated with. Yeah. And I was sort of like... They're like, you know, I want to meet more people like you. And I was sort of like, well, where are you putting yourself to find more people like me? Nice. You know, like people like, like they don't just walk into your life. Mm, Do you know mm. what I mean? Like relationships require effort, just like mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying, like if you want to meet more people, you've got to put energy and effort into that. Yeah. You know, like you've got to slide in DMs. And I know we've spoken about this multiple times, but I think it's just not understood by a lot of people that it's like as you get older especially given this day and age covid like restrictions like re- people really not you know going to normal environments you've actually got to make more effort and be vulnerable and yeah. put yourself out there to connect with like-minded people especially if you're looking for someone in a specific niche yeah i love that and that's so true and you have to be ready and open just like with anything in life if your focus and time and energy isn't on that thing you're not going to draw it in yeah like me being single for six years my focus was on everything but a relationship and then all of a sudden my awareness was heightened because i decided that was something i was ready for and then it happened exactly vulnerability man you're right whether it be friendships or a partner and a romantic partner it's you have to be vulnerable yeah and i was just so brutally honest because i feel like we've done that and i'm like far out like like we're talking about stepped in the arena you've got to do this you've got to find and put yourself in the right environment what do you expect these amazing friendships to walk into your life out of nowhere Mm. no Mm. you've got to you've got to do the work just like everything else and it's funny because like we do that with so many other areas but Mm. then when it comes to relationships we think that it's a given because this society paints that we have this magical life and we, you know, have all these friends and sport clubs and like re- partners and like the truth is that it requires effort to find people. Yeah. And we all have those feelings of, you know, nervousness, excitement. Mm. I'm addicted to the feeling of like life now because I remember I had a, such a period of very being like routine orientated and everything was yep. predictable and controlled yep. that I didn't really have dangerous. the highs and lows. 
now I love feeling like a human, man. If something hurts, like, all right, you just feel alive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a big transformation. Responding. I feel like I was completely opposite to you and I feel (laughs) now the, the, I feel myself dipping into just routine. Routine. Yeah. Need routine. You are actually. Yeah, I am. I, I, I've. We always swap. Yeah, I've always. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I guess it's probably always been like an innate thing, right? Yeah, for me. Of but environmental shift work. I just responded and did my best, yeah. and that taught me a level of resilience mm. and management and self awareness that I'm internally grateful for. Mm. But I think as well, it's really important that we do know that. There has to be a balance between both. Yeah. Like, you know. Our needs change in life. Things change. We're going to get sick. Like, mm. things are going to happen. We're mm. going to have events. We're going to have relationship breakdowns. There's going to be death in our life. And we have to learn how to navigate our life around these things rather than letting it derail us. Mm-hmm. And that's why having those support networks really help. But Super important. <laughs> we're just going on lots of tangents oh. today, aren't we? We're, we're kind of relating it back to things and it's working, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think as well, though, like, you know, we compete for the right reasons. And it's so evident because look what we're talking about. We're talking about freaking life and death. Well, that's like, what it is. Not that's what it is, but, you know... These are some of the breakthroughs that, like, or the areas that can help you strengthen if you're in it for the right reason. Mm. Um, and I'm really grateful that I started competing um, without social media, to be honest, because I never felt, like, the social pressures at the start. And I couldn't yeah. imagine, because I feel it now, guys. Like, I feel it now at a pro level being like, you know, there's expectation for you to perform here. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. Pressure is good. Mm. It's how diamonds are made. So, like, it's never <laughs> a bad thing. But it, it can be at the start. Like, if yeah. you're very, um, you know, naive to the competing and sometimes the, the status and the authority and the, the attention can really lure you into things that you're not so sure of when you're not as self-aware yet yeah and that's how you know you're not ready yeah if that limelight gives you those feelings you're not ready to handle it and that's okay mm. like there's no way i would have been able to handle it straight off the bat and you, we still have our days where we're not on because no. we are humans but then you have to earn that right again yeah. and maybe the pressures are heightened when we're putting that pressure on ourselves, but yeah. also when we're not ready yeah but then also recognize, well, why am I putting this pressure yeah. on myself? Yeah. Is it necessary? Well, no. Most people are only just thinking about themselves always. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I also want to highlight that you're never sort of ever going to feel ready, though. Like, mm. like, I think the feeling of readiness comes when you've done everything you can do in that point in time. Yeah. When you feel That happy. is it. When you feel content with what you've done, like you've, you've really ticked all the boxes. Yeah. But, yeah, like timing you know the perfect time never really exists i think the perfect guidance does Mm. like having the right direction and the right focus and that's really where your attention's got to go um and you know i guess trying to do another u-bolt back to like what it takes to sort of be a pro it's what it does it's failing yeah yeah, failing and resilience. And there, there is no perfect time. We can set out, like you wouldn't do a prep if you knew that, you know, you had so many things lined up yeah. in a year and you're going to be doing all these things. You can, but then also 
there's never a perfect 16 weeks no. where you can wake up, go to the gym, eat your macros and, and go to bed. Yeah. Like, no, life happens. Learn how to be resilient. Learn how to mold around your surroundings. Yep. But that's where the win comes. That's if it was it. linear, it would be boring as hell. Exactly. If you didn't have to fight for it, yep. I don't want it. Yeah. The harder you work for something, the better the reward. Yeah. And I definitely felt that like with my first WBFF prep, I had a lot of hardship during that year and it just made the prep like so much more rewarding to get mm. to the end to, to being like, far out, despite all of this, I did this. Yeah. And that's the win. That's Do you know what I mean? Not a four dollar trophy. Yeah. Four I think it'll be a bit more than four dollars. Oh, all right, fourteen? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're very looked after in the WBFF. But um yeah. yeah, it's going to be an interesting time. I mean, we're how many weeks out? Twenty seven you counted. And I nearly fell off my chair, but far out. You know, dieting would start maybe in about eight weeks. I wanna cruise into it. Mm. Like I don't wanna have a thirteen week prep like what I did last time and kill myself in the making, yeah. even though it was still amazing. What but, was that? Um, Your last show you did thirteen weeks? Yeah, remember we had coffee that time. And then oh, yeah. I was jealous of you competing. Then I <laughs> yep. just overhauled my life and ended up turning pro that comp. Yeah, so, far out. Yeah, it's crazy. God, yeah, I remember that. Oh, You're welcome. Yeah, I, <laughs> I literally went, um, I drove home from our coffee, had a Maxi Bond from 7 Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm ready. I'm prepping How now. good are Maxi Bonds, though? The best. <laughs> the, I've had a couple, actually, the past yeah, few Yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a breakthrough coffee that was yeah um, it was you know um, it's important that we compete because we're not going to be able forever I think you know to for me I want to have a pro debut in October and then I'll be 30 mate oh mate not that age is a limiting factor but just where my life's heading yeah I don't know how many shows I'll have left no neither I'm exactly the same you know Mm. these chapters close and Mm. You know, it's one of the things as well as about being female. You know, like we have biological to biological clocks. Yeah, biological clock. We have to. I definitely don't want kids anytime soon. But mm. um, you know, the things with business and with work and with relationships, you got to consider. Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to be competing when I'm 40. Mm. So mm. I really want to kill this show. Yeah. We've got 27 weeks. And then, you know, it might only be another one or two after that. You yeah. just don't know. Oh, I don't know. I reckon it would be that type who you'd have kids do a bit. Nah. And probably get back. Nah, she's called it. No. Some of the, the 50-year-olds were Insane. amazing. Oh, wow. So if you're, yeah, don't be deterred just because we're sort of not on that path. Like there was some 50-year-old athletes. That it. muscle mass on yeah. older women is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Stunning. I don't see myself competing after kids. No. I think I'll have a family. You're trying to rein the kids in while you're on prayer. Oh, oh. I couldn't do it. I'd be so selfish. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, no, I just think my priorities would change, to yeah. be honest. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that because, you know, it makes me want to grind now. To yeah. be like, do the work now. Like, having to just worry about yourself is a freaking luxury. Mm. And I don't want to take that for granted in my 20s. No. You know, these are your selfish years in mm. your 20s. Um, everyone talks about how good your 30s are now, now though. Have you noticed I'm that? Yeah, probably me because I'm pushing 30. Yeah, you're yeah, like, 30. 
is. Yeah, let's go there. Like you've, I feel like I've found exactly the woman that I am and that I've always wished yeah. to be at this age. Yeah, that's what they say. Like your oh. 20s is about discovery and your 30s, like you're more self-aware. Yeah. So you take less bullshit and all that sort of stuff. I feel that going yeah. through my 20s. Because like, you're about, 27 now. Yeah. 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 Think about like how you transition throughout your 20s. Yeah. It's crazy. Priorities change and I, I would not go back to those um, younger years. I mean, last night, normally after the show, we'd go out and have drinks and that. Oh, we had dinner at 10 p.m. Oh, mate, we were home. <laughs> you should have heard the groaning when we took our shoes off. Oh. It was just heaven. And yep. this was before 11 o'clock. Yep. Like, but we know. And then we we're up this morning on the laptop doing our yep. work just because we love that next chapter. So for yeah. us, competing fits in very well with what we're doing career-wise. But yeah. then um, I think for us, for the bigger picture, eventually, yeah, want family and kids aside, yeah. career and all of that is an area that I want to continue to push. Yeah. You know, we've both now getting speaking roles and seminars and mm. all of that. Um, level up events, which we had a little chat about, um, having coffee, mm. all in good time, everyone, but mm. just got to put the feelers out to see what response we get. <laughs> um, things like cheeky that. Cheeky plug, cheeky plug, cheeky yeah, plug. Yeah, I'd love to have, yeah, the level up events and yeah. just continue to spread the community and, and yep. the love for what we do because meeting just a small handful yep. of people yesterday was amazing. I guess sometimes it just feels like we're sitting here talking to each other. Yeah. But then when I was like, oh, people listen. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I just do. I don't really like, and we should, we should stop and reflect on how, how amazing our community is because everyone's awesome. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's so, it's so cool to be able to connect with so many people and know that what we're putting out is of value because that's important to us. I think just because we've got that no bullshit approach on our perspective of what we've gone through and it's kind of nice to lead people through because we never really had that. Yep, yep. Mm. So stay tuned for 27 weeks of watching us deteriorate. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and I think we'll be okay. And then to have all this as accountability as well. but. But do you know what's cool about like, social media and podcasting it is literally like a timeline we'll be able to look Mm. back on laugh and be like this is like your scrapbook right Mm. like who had a scrapbook do you have a scrapbook oh no i didn't actually what you made scrapbooks yeah yeah when i was younger We'd put, what, like photos, photos of memories yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I never got into it. Yeah, I, I was a little bit like that. That's cute, though. Um, yeah. You know, Instagram's like my scrapbook. Yeah, and that's, it is. It's like you never, you'll take those memories and like those words mm. and everything in your archives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's there forever. And yeah. that's what this is. It's like a vlog yeah. without the video. Yeah, Blog. well, we've got video here Pop. on our little laptop. Now we're just sort of um, rambling on, aren't we? But yeah. yeah, we'll wrap it up anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. We really just wanted today to be like a bit of a, a bit of a, um, an appreciation, really, yeah. about for everyone who came up and spoke to us yesterday and, you know, shared what they've got from Level Up. And we're just internally grateful to have those connections um, mm. with you guys and know that we're putting out valuable content. Um, and we're really excited to bring the next 27 weeks with you guys. Yeah, and ongoing. I mean, we're not going to make everything comp related no. because I know a lot of you guys don't compete and that's fine. Don't start. Like, don't have that <laughs> can of worms. But um, I'd like to think that what we talk about can be relayed in everyday life. It is. Other elements. Absolutely. And we're also going to have some really cool um, guests on as well, expanding yeah a little bit away from the norm too. Yes. 
other ways to level up, yep. which is exciting. So yep. stay tuned for that as well. Absolutely. So again, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and if you did, please do take a screenshot, tag myself, tag Danielle, and of course the Level Up podcast. Thank you.